Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, David Rosenstein. What are some of the most common mistakes, David, that students make when job searching? Oh, that's such a good question. The first one was a mistake that I made when I was starting. And that is when you start informational interviews, it's a lot. And it's a lot to go into a conversation and to expect someone else to drive the conversation. I think Bronwyn spoke about this on a previous episode. Yes. But when you come with sharp questions and you come expecting saying, I have 10 questions for you, I want to be respectful of your time. That's a big mistake that a lot of students make. And a way to get over that, too, is not just preparing, but to practice and not practicing on the people who are going to be your end goal. When I was in school freshman year, I had this big dream of working at Facebook. So I had informational interviews with every single person who graduated from Maryland who worked at Facebook. And I was so confident. I said, I know how to schmooze and speak. I'll be fine. And you can imagine how I burned every single one of those bridges because my questions weren't sharp. I didn't know how to research. So my advice to everyone here, practice on upperclassmen, the people who don't actually matter that much yet, and people who they're just students like you. You can have a conversation with them. And if you can master that, you can master the format that could take you to any conversation. I would say poor informational interviewing skills and then also relying too heavily on actually applying. I speak with students who say, I applied to 90 jobs. Why haven't I heard back? And I say, well, what did you do? And they said, I clicked apply. And I sort of bury my head, head in my hands and say, it's so are thousands of other people. If thousands of other people are doing that, you're not going to get any different results than them. And so not relying on networking and relying on networking too prematurely before you feel comfortable. Those would be the two big mistakes I see. Yes. And I just want to clarify something. When David said showing up for an interview, he mentioned Bronwyn Salambani, who was one of the guests on Time for Coffee. And you can just go into the Time for Coffee website and put Bronwyn, B-R-O-N-W-Y-N in the search bar and you'll see her episodes. But you do want to show up and say, I've got 10 questions. If you have time, I want to be respectful of your time, but I would love to have the opportunity to ask you these questions. That is what you want to be doing. You do want to have researched them and you do want to be prepared. So just to clarify, David, what advice do you offer your young clients about how they can find their dream job? Oh, that's such a wonderful question. And so often students come to me and say, I, I know I want to work at Google. And I say, why? And they go, well, because it's Google. And they put the magic outside on the company. The secret to starting with and finding your dream job is by really identifying what's most important for you. When I speak with students, one of the first questions that I ask them is what lights your fire? What is the thing that gets you excited to no end? What are your interests? 
And for me, it was always helping students and giving presentations. And then also, what are your skills? What are the core competencies, hard skills or soft skills that you want to showcase in a role? And for me, it was always public speaking and relationship building. And when you can find the intersection of your interests, your skills, and then what makes money, it's sort of this three-way circle that that is the way to find your dream job. Now, the reality is it may not be super easy. Some dream jobs for me, sales was readily available. And I can sort of fall into that. But I worked with a client a couple of months ago who she knew she was interested in energy and in renewable energy, clean. She has an engineering background. Her dream job wasn't really that available to her. So what we did together is we came up with a strategy to find professionals who were semi-related to fields that excited her. And we just asked her to have conversations. And through those conversations, she always ended each conversation by saying, from speaking with you, I learned X and I'm so grateful I did. I'm also interested in learning about Y, which I know you're probably not the best person to speak with. So who would you recommend I connect with? And that introduction was so respectful and opened up the network exponentially because now she was speaking with the network of the person she was talking to. And so through the conversations and through the self-introspection, boom, she ended up finding her dream job just a little over a month later. So it's hard. And you have to be very clear in terms of what your interests are and what your skills are. If you're not sure what those are, I definitely recommend taking a skills assessment quiz or a personality quiz or asking around the people around you saying, hey, what do you think are some of the things that I'm best at? Who are the people who you work with in any side jobs or leadership roles? They might have more perspective for you than you may think. Okay. I spent 20 years as a journalist and we have like shorthand, especially for broadcast journalists, but really for any journalist. When a soundbite goes off, right? Like when you hear that soundbite that you want to use in your story, be like alarm bells. Alarm bells were going off in my head here because (laughs) friends, what David just laid out there is how you network strategically. That is the purpose of informational interviewing. I like to describe it as it's the process of like, it's the Goldilocks experience, you know, (laughs) and that, and frankly, that is what internships are for. It's sampling bowls of porridge to find the one that's the right (laughs) temperature. So you go through these experiences, you talk with them and you learn. And through the process of learning and connecting in an authentic way with the person on the other line, whether it's a picture, a Zoom, or whether it's a phone, you are building your network in a meaningful, strategic way. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.